listening to the Learning to Believe Again podcast with your host, Brittany Bexton. Where do you everyone and welcome to the podcast. We've been talking a lot about dreams and hearing from God. Obviously, this is a podcast with someone who is prophetic and I have a lot of guests on that are as well, even though it's mostly testimonies. So we've talked a lot about the prophetic and also dreams recently and prophetic dreams. But what we haven't talked about is how to better hear from the Lord. And I was thinking about addressing this just for dreams, but I thought it was good to do kind of a refresher on all of the above and mention ways to hear from the Lord more clearly in general. Because if we're going to be talking about hearing from the Lord, I also want to encourage you to hear from the Lord yourself. Well, it's wonderful to have people in your life that can give you a prophetic word or confirm things prophetically. First and foremost, it's about our own relationship with the Holy Spirit of God, because God speaks directly to us. It's God in us. We got the gift of the Holy Spirit after Jesus left, so we have God in us, with us, always, and we can always speak to God. And God is always there to speak to us. Sometimes we just have to learn how to better tune into Him. And in a world where there's a lot of noise and a lot of chaos, that can be kind of hard sometimes. So I'm going to stick very biblically with this because everyone's going to have their own things that work better for them. But I just want to address a few things biblically that do make a difference in hearing from the Lord. First of all, I want to start with Romans 10:17. It says, So faith comes from hearing and hearing from the Word of God. So it says that we boost our faith by hearing from God, and hearing comes from the Word of God. That doesn't mean the vocalized Word of God, though we can hear from Him that way, and that does boost faith. This is specifically talking about the written Word of God. We have access at all times to the written Word of God. So, If you are struggling to hear the Lord or you don't think you've heard him, the first thing that I suggest doing is going into his word, the Bible, picking it up and listening for him to speak as you read. Now, when I say listening for him to speak, that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to hear an audible voice, but you know, the word of God is living and active, which means even though scriptures were written for a specific, some of them, not all of them, some of them were written for a specific group of people in a specific time period, when it says the scriptures are living and active, it means that there is fresh revelation that can come from the scripture at all times. So when I say hear from the Lord, what do I mean by that when you're reading scripture? Well, first of all, sometimes you are reading a page I say you as in the greater you. You could be reading a page and it's almost like God just highlights a phrase to you. Almost like it pops out. It lights up. Or you could be reading and in a moment something just hits your gut. Like that phrase, that word, that sentence, that verse, even that chunk of verses strikes you and it really strikes a chord with your spirit. 
Those are the moments that God is speaking through Scripture. He can even give fresh revelation about Scripture that you may have read a hundred times or more before, but in that moment, it just strikes you differently. Maybe in that moment, it speaks directly to a situation you're in or an experience you're having, but God will give fresh revelation in His Scripture. It is living and active. So if you want to hear from God more, the very first thing that you should do is start reading the Bible if you are not already. And if you are reading the Bible already, start reading at least one chapter a day. And if even then you're struggling, see what things might be distracting you from reading his word. Maybe you need a different translation so that it's easier for you to focus and read. Maybe you need a little bit more downtime so that you can clear your mind of all the chaos and noise that's in the world. Which brings me to some of the other things that help us hear from God. In Luke 5.16, it says Jesus often withdrew to the wilderness for prayer. Jesus withdrew to talk to his Father God in prayer. That means that even Jesus, God, in human form, had to leave the noise and go off on his own to speak to God. So sometimes if we're having trouble speaking, well, not speaking to God, we can do that anytime, but if we're having trouble hearing from the Lord, we need to go off into a quiet place. We need to quiet the things around us, and sometimes we need to get alone with the Lord. In fact, it says he withdrew to the wilderness for prayer. So he withdrew, that means he separated himself from other people, so that he could be alone with God. And he went to the wilderness, which shows that he didn't just withdraw from his friends, but he went to a quiet place. Because those of you who are used to cities know it's loud in a city, but the wilderness is a quiet place where you can hear more clearly. There is less noise. In Mark 6.31-32, Jesus also encouraged his disciples to go to a quiet place and rest. So this is another thing. We need rest. To be able to clearly hear from God, we can't be overtired. Because when we're overtired, we often get emotional and our emotions can interact with the things that we are trying to hear. Also, when we're more rested, God's able to speak to us more clearly without our minds going off in 20 different directions. It's easier for us to focus when we're well rested. And it also says in Mark 6, 31 to 32, um, that he didn't even know if the disciples had eaten. So it was so that they could get rest, they could eat, and they could be in a quiet place and get away from the noise. So those are a few ways that you can hear more clearly. And withdrawing and going to a quiet place, that can help you even hear from the Bible more clearly. You may not be someone who hears an audible voice of God. He might be a quiet echo in your heart, but withdrawing to a quiet place is another way to hear that. You know there is a verse in the Bible that says that there was thunder, and there was an earthquake, and there was all of this big commotion, but then God spoke, and it was his still, small voice. So sometimes when we're in the midst of all the noise, it's just a still, small voice, and we can't always hear it when there's so much noise around us. Sometimes we have to get into a quiet place so we can hear that still small voice and the light echo that it speaks into our hearts. 
So that makes me think also of Matthew 6.21, which says, Where your treasure is, there your heart will also be. I know this is kind of a weird verse to bring up in hearing from the Lord, but there are a lot of things in modern day society that we can get caught up in. And we can give a lot of our time to those things. TV shows, drinking, other experiences. There are so many different things that we can get caught up in. Work. Work is something that we can get so caught up in that we don't give time to other areas. So when we give time to something, we're actually giving our treasure to that thing. So if you're spending a lot of time watching TV you're probably going to have little things about that TV show bouncing through your head all the time and even showing up in other places like your dreams. Now, don't get me wrong, God can even speak through weird things like that. But when we're constantly feeding ourselves these things that are not God's word and not quieting ourselves to be with him, and when we're constantly giving our time to these other things but not giving time to God, Our hearing can be clogged up. And it doesn't mean that you can't watch a TV show. It doesn't mean that you can't do some of those things. But it does mean you just have to be aware and cognizant of how much time you're spending doing those things and how it's affecting the way that you are hearing and communing from God. Sometimes certain things are okay for some people, but for another person, it really messes up the way that they hear or their walk with the Lord. And that can be different based on people's experiences. But what I do know for sure is that if you give time to God, he will make time for you and he will speak to you. It says, knock and the door shall be answered. Ask and you shall receive. Seek and you will find. We're talking about a God that wants to be found and he wants to have a relationship with you. He gave his only son so that he could be in constant relationship with us. He wants to have a relationship with you. But just like any relationship, you have to give time to it to build that relationship. So where your treasure is, there your heart will also be. Where you give your time, there you will be. And those are the things that you will hear and feel and experience. Now, those can be great things. If you spend time with the Lord, you will hear from the Lord and you will get revelation from the Lord and you will feel his peace and you will get the fruit of his spirit. If you spend time in a TV show, you'll get the TV show and the characters and all of that information. Just as if you spend time with positive people, you will build healthy relationship. If you spend time with negative people, you will be very caught up, but it won't be healthy relationship. So we just have to be cognizant of and aware of where we are spending our time and the things that we are giving our time and our money to. I say time because money isn't the only treasure. Our time is actually a lot more valuable than money. So it is a bigger commodity in a sense. And it often speaks more to where we're putting our treasure than where our money is. So another favorite of mine is worship. I hear from God a lot when I worship. Now I am a worshiper, but let me tell you, the Lord loves to be worshiped. It says even the rocks will cry out if there's silence to worship God. We can't help but worship him. The world can't help but worship him. But when we worship him, it's also an opportunity for him to speak. Now, when I say we worship the Lord, sometimes we fight through worship, but other times 
It's to bask in his presence, to remind him how good he is. Not that he needs the reminder, but it's to remind him that we know. And it's inviting him and his presence and his spirit in. In Acts 13, 2, it says they were worshiping the Lord and fasting when the Holy Spirit spoke to them. So they were worshiping God and the Holy Spirit spoke to them. I get a lot of visions while I'm worshiping. And a lot of the time, if you're feeling heavy or dealing with the craziness of the world or stress, worship is an immediate anecdote. There's actually a verse that says, you put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, which means when there's a spirit of heaviness, it cannot stand up to the garment of praise. The garment of praise is a trade for the spirit of heaviness. So when we put on the garment of praise or worship, the spirit of heaviness has to come off of us. And even just getting rid of the spirit of heaviness can open us to hearing more clearly. Also, back to the word of God, it says in 2 Timothy 3.16-17 that all scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be competent, equipped for every good work. It also says in James 1.5, If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God, who gives generously to all without reproach, and it will be given to him. So God gives generously to all who ask. A lot of the time, I have people say, Well, why do you think God speaks to you? I want to hear from God that way. Well, I ask God to speak to me, and he does. A lot of the time, I think people forget that they need to ask. Does God speak by his own volition? Of course. Of course he does. Sometimes he speaks to people that are running away from him. He is the God that leaves the 99 to go after the one, of course. But it does say, seek and you will find. Ask and it will be given. Sometimes we have to ask God to speak to us and we have to seek him to hear from him. Someone asked me once if I wondered why he spoke to me and why it was me and not others. And I kind of laughed to myself because I don't wonder. You know why I don't wonder? I know how much time I give to God. That person might not know how much time I give to God, but I do. I spend hours in prayer every day. And if I don't, something in my spirit doesn't feel right. I take time to hear from God. I take time to study his word. I want to hear from the Lord so much. I would not be okay moving through life if I did not hear from the Lord. I am so used to hearing his voice to guide me, to help me, to show me things ahead so that I can be prepared, that when I don't hear from him, things feel very weird for me. So I seek him every single day. So I don't wonder why, why I hear from God and why he chooses to speak to me. I know why he does. It's because I show up every day and I share with him and I ask him to speak to me. I build that relationship. Just like with a human relationship, as we said, where you spend time is where a relationship will build. You can spend time in healthy relationship or you can spend time in unhealthy relationship. But where you choose to spend time, a relationship will build, healthy or not. It's always healthy to choose relationship with God. You can't ever go wrong choosing relationship with God. And if you choose to spend time with God, 
he will spend time with you and your relationship with him will grow and your ability to hear will grow. You know how when you spend time with someone a lot, sometimes you start just knowing what they're thinking without saying a word. All you have to do is look at each other and give each other a look and you know what the other's thinking and you have funny inside jokes. Sometimes, you know, like an experience that you've had together that becomes an inside joke or you just get to know that person so well that you understand their nuances. You can see if they're not in a great mood. You can see if they're happy. And something that another person might understand, they could say a few words and you would totally get it because you've spent time with that person and you've built relationship over time. It's the same with God. The more time you spend with God, the more you get to know God, the more you hear from him. So it might be that before God would give you a subtle wink and you wouldn't understand it. But now that subtle wink is like a whole conversation from the Lord because you know God enough to know what that means. Just as you would a person that flashes you a look that you know really well. It's the same with God. So I just want to finish off by talking specifically about dreams, which I don't have any Bible verse references for, although everything I've shared relates to dreaming also and hearing in dreams because God will choose different ways to speak to us. And sometimes when we seek him, he will meet us in a dream later on and not necessarily in that moment. That's another really good reason to keep pressing in. Even if you feel like you're not hearing from him, keep pressing in and keep asking. So if you want to have dreams from the Lord, one, you probably already are. You might not remember them and you might not have learned how to steward them or recognize them, but you probably already are because God does speak in dreams. So if you are not remembering your dreams or you don't know if God's speaking, the first thing I would do is ask him to speak to you in your dreams. And some of these pointers come, by the way, from Jennifer Evaz, who's a big dreamer. And she'll share pointers every now and then. I'm not reading off of her pointers, but a lot of these are things I have learned from her. So I just want to give a shout out. You can follow her and learn a lot more as well. She doesn't just share about dreams. She's a prophet, but that is one of the things that she does talk about and has talked about. So ask God to speak to you in your dreams. Ask for God dreams. Two, get ready to steward those dreams. What I mean by that is when we steward a little thing well, God gives us more. So maybe you have a dream and you think, ah, it's nothing and you brush it off and you don't write it down and you don't pay attention to it. God is much less likely to continue giving you dreams and speaking to you through them if you are not already stewarding the dreams that you are having. So get a notebook or your phone, I use the notepad on my phone because it's easy to grab when I'm half asleep in the wee hours of the morning or first thing or the middle of the night. But put something that you can keep notes on and start a dream journal. And as soon as you wake up, write down everything that you remember. Absolutely everything that you remember. Every detail of the dream that you can remember. It might seem like the silliest dream and like it doesn't mean anything. But trust me, whatever you hear, write it down. I have had dreams that were nothing but a number and I did not understand it, but I wrote it down anyway. And it turned out that later on, that was a specific date. It wasn't in a date format, which is why I didn't know at the time. 
but God had given me a specific date for a major breakthrough in my life that I had been pushing and pressing and praying for for so long. And when it came, God reminded me right before the breakthrough happened about that dream. And I realized that morning that it was that day that he was speaking about. And then the breakthrough came. And in that moment, I knew that it was God. I knew that God had been hearing me. I knew that God was answering my prayers because, and I knew that he had caused this breakthrough because he had told me ahead that it was coming. So no matter how small and menial it seems, write it down. God speaks to us through those. And dreams are like love notes from God that get unpacked over time. That number dream, I had no idea what it meant in the moment, but later on, It was such a beautiful gift to me, and I realized that God told me this beautiful secret in advance, and he showed me that he was working for me, and he was fighting for me. But if I had dismissed that and not remembered, I wouldn't have known that in that moment, and it would have been like taking that little love note from God and throwing it in the trash. So that probably sounded really harsh. But I I hope you understand that that's why stewarding dreams is so important. Because if someone threw away a love note you gave to them, it would hurt. God feels the same way. God gave us his emotions. So that doesn't mean our emotions are always accurate. We can totally go off the rail on feelings. But God experiences the same feelings that we do because we're made in his image. So God's feelings would be hurt by that too. And he's less likely to give in that way if you're not stewarding that. So that's number one and number two. Number one is ask. Number two is (laughs) write down your dreams, every detail you can think of, even if it seems like absolutely nothing. Number three is kind of funny, but seriously, get rest. When we do not get enough rest, it can totally mess with our dreams because it messes with our sleep patterns. So you might still be dreaming, but you might not remember them. I find this happens to me if I go through some sleep deprivation. It can take me a week or two to really get back on track with my dreams. I'll often wake up knowing, like knowing that I have dreamed, but not remembering the dreams. And just having a sense that I remembered. And it's so hard for me because I hear from God in dreams a lot. So when I'm not remembering dreams, it can be pretty frustrating for me but it definitely is affected by lack of sleep. So if you're overexhausted, try to get some sleep. Do whatever you can to catch up and get rested. Because if you wake up from a dream and you're super tired, you're much less likely to remember that dream than if you are more well-rested. Now, that is point one, ask for them. Ask for God dreams. Point two, write them down. Point three, get your rest. Number four, is there anything in your life that could be hindering your dreams? So do you have an open door somewhere? Do you have something that you need to deal with? This is actually something that can hinder you from hearing from God, period. But if you're holding a fence against someone or you're dealing with anger that probably came up for a good reason, but it hasn't been addressed and dealt with, that can actually really hinder you hearing from God or clearly hearing from him. In waking hours and sleeping hours, it can kind of shut things off. So we want to make sure that we always have a clean heart. 
David prayed to God and said, create in me a clean heart, Lord, because he realized that he had made mistakes and messed up and he wanted to hear from God. He wanted to be close to God. He wanted to have a heart after God and he asked the Lord to create in him a clean heart. So number four, sometimes we have to get those things out of the way that are bogging down our heart or contaminating it. And we just have to ask God to cleanse those things and we have to repent of some of them. So that we can make way to hear more clearly. And the final thing is watch what you're intaking. I know we've already talked about that, so I'm not going to go too deeply into it. But when you're watching a lot of TV or books or anything, just be aware that everything that you are taking in during the day ends up in your subconscious and in your mind, and it will show up in your dreams. Now, sometimes God uses things that show up in daily life that have a certain meaning to us to speak to us in dreams. So it's not to say that that's going to hinder your dreams completely, but just be aware, especially if you are looking for answers on a certain subject and you're really not getting that, try clearing away TV, movies, all the extra stuff, and focus on God's word going on quiet walks with him, hearing from him and asking him to speak. Because the more that you clear space for him to speak, the less you will hear the noise of the world and the more clearly you will hear from him. Because we can have soul dreams too. Not every dream is from the Lord. I still write every dream down because, you know, it just shows that I'm stewarding my dreams. But sometimes I'll make a note. This was a soul dream. It was a stress dream. I didn't see God in this. Now, I might find later on that there was a moment where God actually did show up in that dream and I missed it, but I can look back. But I write everything down, even so. But just be aware that everything you're intaking ends up in your mind and therefore it can end up in your dreams and cause what some people like to call pizza dreams, which are basically just soul dreams that sometimes don't make any sense. So I hope that that helped you and has given you a few ways to steward both your dreams and hear from God more that way, and some ways to hear from him just in your daily life as well. God wants to speak to all of us, and that's what I want to leave you with today. God desires to speak to you and have a relationship with you. Sometimes we just need to show him that we desire it just as much, and not just through desire, but through our actions proving it. I hope you have a wonderful day, and I will talk to you all next week.